Welcome, baseball family, to this week's Thursday Night Live. I am Brad, a.k.a. Blackjack Brad, and with me on my left, I got Briggy B in the house. How are you, Brig, this evening? I'm great. I got blue bubbles, and that's awesome. That's my new It update. is awesome. My bubbles Lord are blue. So, no. so exciting to have blue bubbles. But Yes, I think you should change my nickname to Briggy Blue Bubbles. Briggy Blue Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that for the last few days. You <laughs> might need to workshop that. But anyway, very good, very good. But you're on the road as well. You're on the road for the next yeah. three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Long time. Long time. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get into this because there are several things we want to talk about. And I don't know how long it's going to take, to be honest with you. So, first things first. Rob Manfred, our beloved Major League Baseball commissioner. Uh, I say that with tongue firmly in cheek. There you go. Is set to be reelected as the commissioner. Now, I thought this was funny because I forgot that they were like, that he's not just like commissioner for life, you know, until he decides right. not to be. Or until the owners officially get together and be like, mm, you're done. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So up for re-election he's expected to be re-elected i wonder if it's mostly because it's one of those things where it's like everybody else is like i don't want your job <laughs> nobody wants that job right now yeah no chance absolutely no. no chance um but so before we get into the job that he's done let's look at a few of the things that he was he's responsible for like kind of like how he's done since he's been the commissioner yeah uh and so he's been commissioner this important this is important it is, you know, because we kind of laugh and joke and there's a whole man clown thing and everything like that. But but it's been a lot and it's been a long road because it's been eight and a half years. Yeah. Because he, and he his contract was through 2025 anyway. Mm -hmm. And so he's being he's expected to be reelected at the earliest possible convenience at the earliest that his contract allows a renegotiation. Mm -hmm. I thought that yeah. was interesting. Yeah. So he became commissioner in January of 2015, and he was responsible for negotiating the 2020 COVID season, which this is the thing is like, that felt like a fiasco, right? From yes. our perspective. But the longer we've been removed from it, I kind of like, I don't necessarily want to cut him some slack or even like the players, you know, but I, I get it a little bit more like looking back on it, there were a lot more moving pieces that were involved with that and everything else than what we thought, especially with like the unknowns of COVID at the time. Right. For sure. That like, that was, that had to have been way harder to get done than we thought when we were just like, just go out there and freaking play baseball. <laughs> they yeah, want to play, yeah, let yeah. play, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I agree. I agree. And I, I would say that getting through that with any measure of success, um, deserves some credit honestly right yeah and and i think we can say that it went beyond small measures of success as mm -hmm. far as we are concerned for me especially what was possible for the 2020 season the way they handled it when they started it what they kept and what they cut i would call it a success it's right. not ideal but exactly. it was a success that's what I was just going to say. It wasn't perfect. I do no. think there were a lot of aspects that could have been done a lot better it, from the start of like negotiating through the execution of even the World Series, right? Yes. 
because I felt like by the time they got to the World Series, it's like all the rules were out the window because it's like, well, nobody's going to get spent. Nobody's going to get in trouble, right? So it was just like, whatever. But yeah. uh, we've also seen the juiced ball era under Rob Manfred because Major League Baseball purchased Rawlings and was regulating the manufacture of baseballs. And for some reason, they decided to wrap them tighter or something like that. So we saw and juiced then, baseballs. And, are, <laughs> and then there may yeah. have been three different types of baseballs being used. Yeah, and, and it's absolutely bananas that that's even a thing that's going on still yeah. to this day. Who knows? Possibly. Um, he mandated that teams start reporting accurate attendance. And the thing that's funny about that is that that's something that we learned like directly from talking with David Sampson. And that's something he mm -hmm. talks about all the time. Right. Yeah. Is that Bud Selig was, was like, we want to make it look like people are in the ballparks. It's like, well, no, like people know how many people are or are not there. So might as well yeah. be honest. And I thought that was, I think that's actually pretty cool. And now that numbers are going up, it has more of an impact. Fact. Uh, he was the one who implemented this year's rule changes and also carried over the rules of the what they bring what they're calling the Manfred ban, the ghost run on second extra innings. And it's interesting because of how mixed those things have been received. People saying, uh, who was it? Uh, David Wells recently called Manfred a tool and said he hates baseball because of these rules that he's implemented. Yeah. The more That's pretty rough. It is pretty brutal, but the more and more I see things, it's like I don't feel like that's necessarily the case. Does he absolutely have a high understanding of baseball? Maybe not, right? Because he's not. a businessman and a lawyer first. So maybe he does love the game of baseball and his knowledge and in-depth, I guess his, his in-depth knowledge and understanding of baseball has come on the professional level rather than before, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. which is fine. Entirely possible. So he doesn't have a great grasp on some of the rules and some on what the hardcore baseball people love, but I don't know. That's just, I guess, guessing, right? I think we're too close to some of those. They're not panned out yet. Like right. you mentioned the 2020 season, we are far enough removed. But before that, um, I think up until maybe even now-ish, we did not look upon that with any sort of favorable assessment and you know it's been long enough so let's yeah. give this more time before we really come down on it yeah right and that's exactly how i feel about it and i do feel like the way that they're testing rules in the minor leagues and the, and the independent leagues is the way it should be done that's brilliant I, yeah I, I love that they're doing that they're not just throwing stuff out in spring training and being like what do you guys think totally. pretty good huh you know but... <laughs> yeah that they have guys who get to experiment with it, get to understand it, get to really learn how to play the game with it. And then they come to the big leagues and they're like, I think this is no big deal. I've been playing like this for five years. Well, and on, from an organizational perspective, it's data driven decision making. It's mm -hmm. not hunches. It's not, you know, let's let's put this in place and run with it. It's a crawl, walk, run thing. And in the military, that's what we do. Crawl, walk, run. So you start off with something and you baby step it and then you advance, pick up the pace, put it at a higher level, whatever it takes until it's implemented fully. And that's what Major League Baseball has done with these rule changes, starting at the very bottom with the, you know, South Atlantic League and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think it makes perfect sense to do it that way. Yeah. So, Brig, I'm curious if you had to give Rob Manfred a grade for mm -hmm. how he's done to this point, what would you give him? Um, C plus B minus somewhere in there. That's actually, I was thinking that exactly like, 
<laughs> I a year ago I'd have probably done like a D plus C minus. Yeah, right? but like a little bit of perspective and a little bit of removal from COVID and seeing how things are playing out and things are actually going really well and that things are not the way that I thought they were going to be. I'd definitely say B minus C plus on a he, bad day. Here's the problem. Um, I hate the ghost runner, the Manfred man, the X right. man. I hate that it's in it. the tent that needs to be later. Yeah, I and hate it. it. Um, and I, I sort of hate it all the way around, but your, your assessment that, between like after the 12th sometime um i think is spot on but he called the world series trophy the commissioner's trophy a piece of metal that's never gonna be i mean i don't know how you can forgive him for that but that's way more petty than failing to punish anybody associated with cheating and he's set a precedent that is super dangerous for him and it honestly is going to take a different commissioner and a different situation, um, you know, for that to for that to change because right. he almost painted himself in a corner and can't come out. Yeah. So I, I worry about his extension with regard to that because he is going to if he does decide, okay, I screwed up and now I'm going to swing hard the other direction. Uh, he's going to it's just going to make him look worse. And I don't. don't It's kind of like the way that I see it with the piece of metal thing. And the whole thing with the Astros is that like you go through college and you have your, your professor gives you the, like the syllabus for the entire semester. And there's a project that's worth 50 points midway through. Right. And you just, you don't do it. You get a zero. There's like, you can only recover to a certain point. Manfred got a zero on that. So he can only recover to a certain point. That's right. (laughs) So that's that's a gonna great for analogy. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, you'll never right. rise above a B plus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. There that's are not enough good. points in no. this system for him to rise no. above a B plus because he <laughs> just didn't do it. That was due today, Rob. That anyway. was due today. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Okay, we had a crazy banana series earlier this week, and it was tons of fun all the way down to the 27th out today. We had the Diamondbacks playing at the Braves, and Tuesday we had a slugfest. The Diamondbacks won that one 16 to 13, just unreal. Wednesday, the Diamondbacks won 5 to 3, and then Thursday narrowly avoided a sweep. Came down to what their last six outs, I think. Yeah. So uh, before they were seven outs, yeah. yeah, five, six, seven outs, something like that. I can't remember, but they were really close, and uh, the Braves squeaked it out seven to five. Um, and it was a pitching duel all morning until like the sixth or something. Yes. Strider came out when Spencer Strider left the game, everything shifted. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Zach Gallon, too, because oh, yeah. that's or no, it wasn't. I don't think it was Gallon today, anyway. No, it was Gallon, uh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah, whoever it was that started for the Diamondbacks today. But, yeah, it, <laughs> it really exposed some warts for both of these teams that it's like, ooh, that bullpen has got some issues. <laughs> the Braves' bullpen is a problem. And I want to see if it was today because in during one of these games, Gallon had a perfecto going into the sixth, and I want to say it was that today. was today. It was yeah. today. You're right, because it was Orlando Arceo who broke it up. That's right. But, yeah. So, so, yeah, that was that's today. incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, not just a no hitter, but a perfecto headed into the sixth against the best team in baseball, whose only hole is a little bit of bullpen problems. Mm. Everything else is so rock solid; they might as well run the flag up the pole. 
honestly. Just about. I think it's going to be. I think that was an NLCS preview, and I am here for it. That's what I was going to say. It was an inevitability, and it was taken for granted until this three game series. (laughs) And and now we're all like, ooh, baby. (laughs) It's October. Right, meow. Yeah, very exciting. I love it. And by the way, for those of us who live in Arizona, we are no longer subject to Bally's tyrannical rule because they were not able to renew their contract. So no more blackouts for the Diamondbacks. And I am pumped. It's this the same for, at a better time. Because it's the same a, for go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, because A, the Diamondbacks are good, right? Yeah. Like yeah. they're gonna make a run. I'd like to watch that. But also the Mariners are gonna be in town next weekend, and I'm probably not gonna get to go to all three games. So I'll get to watch the third one on TV. And that is great news. Sorry, what were you gonna say before I rudely interrupted you? It's the same with the Braves games, um, because the Diamondbacks have their own broadcast. And so I was able to tap into watching the game. You see what I'm saying? Via the Diamondbacks broadcast on the MLB TV app. And the D-backs broadcasters were killing it. They were like, guess what? You can tune in anytime. And now they've started to monetize it because you can get certain games packages through, uh, you know, D-backs TV or watch the Braves.com or why, or watch the, diamondbacks.com i don't remember what they were calling we have to look it up but yeah they were super excited (laughs) well the braves have like this is just kind of an aside for right now because i need to find some more details on this before we talk about it more in depth but the braves are a publicly traded company now yeah like independently publicly traded so i need to find out some more details what exactly that means but it could mean something really big and really great for fans uh on top of it all so but like i said get more details and we'll have that for you on the big show next week hey okay great series actually going on right meow actually game one might be over it's a four game series this weekend got the orioles at the rays i'm gonna check this score because last time i saw it was three to three oh they're going to extras baby (laughs) oh it's on right now (laughs) it's on right now the ninth just just ended they're heading to extras at the trough this (laughs) <laughs> ALCS preview right here. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. You can book it. So yeah, exciting. It. It's so fun. I was watching this game earlier and it's crazy watching the best teams in baseball because there were times that the Orioles just made the Rays look foolish. The Rays turned around and made the Orioles look foolish. It, yeah. It's great baseball. Just watching these two teams go back and forth. As of right now, the Orioles are in first place going in. This is going into Thursday just by percentage points. So they're essentially tied because the Orioles are 58 and 37. The Rays are 60 and 39. They played four more games. um, And so they have a lower winning percentage because because they've lost more (laughs) games because they've played more. But exactly. Crazy fun baseball. So exciting. Brig, who do you think is going to take this series? Or do you think Baltimore? Baltimore. Yeah. I think they probably will too. They're playing better right now. Um, and didn't, didn't I say that they were going to catch the race? Bro, I, said, I think I said they were going to catch the race. I would not be surprised. I think I said they were going to catch the race. I'll have to go back and listen to some episodes and see where and when I said that. Cause I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I said that. Pretty sure I called this one. You so. would have, if anybody did, it would have been you. <laughs> Let's be honest. Go watch that series this weekend, though. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Start right meow. 
Yes, exactly. In extra innings, what better time to start? Uh, right. But while you're doing that, if you want to, if you have to do something with your hands while you're watching the game, you can head over to Versus Game Baseball Family. We have teamed up with Versus Game because we're always asking when you guys think about the topics that we bring up on the show, and this is the easiest way for you to weigh in. Um, like I said, we partnered with Versus Game to bring you games where you can make money, actual real dollar dollar bills from polls, trivia, and prediction polls as well. So if you're on the winning side of a poll, a trivia question, or a prediction, you can win real money, like I said. So play for free or buy some ticket bundles for a chance to win more money faster. And head over to btpod on, on dot, sorry, btpod.onverses.com on your mobile <laughs> browser because that's how it's set up. Best way to do it. Again, that's btpod.onverses.com to sign up and play versus game with us. And that would go a lot smoother if I could read. So also don't forget if you want a, another way to support the podcast, we have a Patreon account. It's uh, Patreon search baseball together. We have tiers of support starting at one dollar. $1. And then it goes up in stages all the way to $500. So if you want to find out what we're offering for a $500 Patreon support, you should go look because it's great. Um, you do not need to, to uh, pay a $500 support fee, but if you want to, we would be super grateful. We're super <laughs> excited about what we offer in that package. And we're just waiting for somebody to take us up on it. But if that's a little too rich for your blood, that's okay. You can, you can do as low as a dollar. And even there are others that are cheaper than Briggs bougie coffee. Yeah. Cheaper than my bougie coffee. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing from me, don't forget to check out the big show comes out every Tuesday. We have it up for your commute or your kids ride to school because school is going to start in 30 days. I'm sorry to have burst your bubble and brought that to your attention, you but have, you have true. 30 days. August 14th is a day oh, we start. See, we're the week before that. Oh man. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, so car line, baseball together, that's where it's at. And just like everything we do, you can gar we'll guarantee you that your kids can listen to the show with you in the car. No problems whatsoever. We want this to be family-friendly, and your kids should be involved in the whole together thing where we do baseball. Okay, let's move on to the series for the weekend. Um, I'll start us off, Brad. Friday, Apple TV Plus has two games going. The first is the Cardinals at the Cubs. We've got a rivalry going. So even though they both suck, it's okay because you never know what you're going to get out of the Cubs of cards. That will be at 2.20 p.m. Eastern. I love these August day games. I'm telling you, it's just really it's the awesome. They're best for your work day, too. They Absolutely are. So, Make the day go so, so fast. So tomorrow, Apple TV Plus, the afternoon game is 2.20 p.m. Cubs and cards. The cards are 43 and 53. Uh, the Cubs are 45 and 50 Apple TV plus 7, 10 PM game shows the Padres at the Tigers, Brad, it's called Comerica park. I remembered. Um, anyway, like weeks ago, trying to figure it out like three weeks ago, uh, <laughs> Padres are sitting at 46 and 50, which is abysmal. Uh, the Tigers are 43 and 52, also abysmal, though less so because nobody expected them to even win 43 games. So, huzzah, <laughs> I have That's to say. Right. Yeah, so Saturday TV schedule, you got the Mets at the Red Sox. That is at 4.10 p.m. on FS1. The Mets are 
also an abysmal 45 and 50. And the Red Sox are an overachieving 51 and 46. That Mets 45 and 50 sure looks a whole lot uglier than it really is. I'm going to be honest with you. The play on the field does not look like 45 wins. Well, and with the Padres, they make 46 and 50 feel way worse than it is too. Like it looks, it look, I should say it looks worse than it does on this, the standings anyway. Yeah. It's bad. Same. And then your Fox games, you can, I don't think you can, I wouldn't say choose your own adventure. This is uh, check your local listings more likely on Fox. You've got the white Sox at the twins at 7 15 PM. The white Sox are 40 and 57. The twins are 50 and 47. Uh, they are first in the AL Central, for those of you keeping track. They're the only team in the division over 500. Your other 715 game is the Braves at the Brewers. The Braves are still the best in baseball with 61 and 33. The Brewers are 50 and 47. Um, the Brewers are odd in that they could come out and surprise you any day. So it might be a surprisingly good series. Keep an they eye beat on the it. snot out of the Phillies this week. So, yeah. Like they know they shut out the Phillies today. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, and that's the beginning of that series because the Phillies are playing um somebody else earlier this week, I think. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So what? Sunday's wake up in baseball is your twelve oh five PM Eastern time. Padres at Tigers. We've already talked about that. And then the evening game. There's nothing until the evening game on your national broadcast schedule. And then you can see the Mets at the Red Sox, 7-10 p.m. on Saturday. Brad, tell us what series you're going to watch. The series I'm going to watch this weekend, I'm definitely going to watch the Orioles and Rays, Super Dell, like we talked about. I'm going to be watching the, the Diamondbacks and the Reds because I can. Yeah, and because yeah. that's going to be a great series. The <laughs> Dodgers is. and the Rangers, the Rangers are back to playing pretty well. The Dodgers are still baffling. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on with them to this day. Um, and then the Blue Jays are playing at the Mariners. That'll be interesting. I don't like super want to watch it just because I'm a little bit sad about how things are going in Seattle today, despite the win and the series split with the Twins. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll probably end up watching it anyway because I'm a glutton for punishment, I guess. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be watching the D-backs at the Reds, two of the most exciting rookies in the league with Corbin Carroll and E. L.A. De La Cruz. How do they? How are they abbreviating his name now? EDLC. Love that. Dodgers at Rangers. Same thing. I just need the Rangers to pick it up a little bit and start stomping on people, and that is going to be <laughs> hopefully beginning with the Dodgers. Uh, Braves at the Brew Crew, like we talked about. Orioles race super duh. Brad, who are you betting on this week? My picks this weekend. Well, first off, let me take a little victory lap at finishing sure. last weekend at two and one. Current record is up to twenty four and eighteen. I'm actually shocked that it's that good right now. Um, (laughs) Friday, I'm I'm going to take the Cards money line over the Cubs. The best odds you can get on that is a win bet, at least as of this afternoon. Uh, You get plus 110 on that game, the money line for the Cardinals. Saturday, take the Phillies plus money over Cleveland's baseball team. That'll probably be the run line, most likely, Mm -hmm. uh, because the Phillies are going to be favorites there. So take the run line. And then Sunday, take the Marlins run line over the Rockies. The Marlins can hit the ball, and the Rockies do not have great pitching. So they're going to score some runs against the Rockies. And I think it's even in Miami, but they're still going to hit the ball because they, that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Okay, uh, my picks, I went 1-2 and two last week, and I'm 20-22. and 22. Also shocked it's that good. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> You're creeping I, back to 500, I though, Greg. Am. 
I'm getting better and I'm learning about betting. So this is all new to me, the money line and run lines and all that. It's really fun. Um, <laughs> okay, so the Padres money line over the Tigers, if you can get plus money, get it. Um, I, I can see it being the money line. If you have to take the run line, that'd be okay to get the plus money. Uh, I think you're going to see an opportunity to, to pull in some money there. Um, that's my Friday bet. My Saturday bet, Marlins take the run line over the Rockies. I think that's a super dub, but every once in a while, the rocks come out and surprise people, but I would take the run line over the Rockies. Uh, my Sunday bet giants over the Nats. I don't know why the Nats (laughs) would win this game. I have no idea, (laughs) but the only way I could see them winning that game was if they got blown out Friday, Saturday, and they come out on Sunday and they're really motivated to win. But even, even with a sweep at risk, I don't see them beating the giants right now. No, me neither. So that, those are my picks and hopefully not even being close. Yeah. So last one, last pick for you is my black flag pick of the week. I'm going to go with Corbin Carroll, the Homer against the reds on Sunday. Oh. Got Luke Weaver going for the reds. <clears throat> that dude gives up runs. I don't necessarily think that the reds will lose that game. I don't think the diamondbacks will win it because for some reason, Luke Weaver has an ERA of seven and the reds win every time he goes out there. I That's don't know. Nuts. It's yeah, bananas. So if you wanted to parlay a Reds money line win with a Corbin Carroll home run, you get yourself some extra money with that. Yeah. But that's great. Anywho. Baseball family, we want to take a minute really quick. Just thank you for being here with us. We see that you're watching. We're really excited about that. Uh, don't forget to jump on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Like I said last time, we're really close to one of our goals. It'd be a huge help. Um, in a lot of ways, it would be a huge help if you jump on and hit that subscribe button, tell your friends and family, do the same thing. And we really couldn't do this without you. We wouldn't do this without you. So your support goes a long way. It means a lot to us. We appreciate it for sure. And if you really want to support us in another way, hop over to chinookseatery.com and use code BTPOD at checkout to save 10% off your order. We get a piece of that sale. So it helps the show as well while you're helping your mouth and getting the best seeds ever. Again, that's chinookseatery.com. Use code BTPOD. And baseball family, thank you so much for joining us for this week's Thursday Night Live. We will catch you next week. 